Do 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 do. Ad time. Oh man, another ad. Well, don't worry. This one will make you hungry. Margarita, pepperoni playboy, guilty party, good thing, dreams tonight, beyond love, smoke signals, neon moon, Springsteen, talking backwards, crude copy, breakneck speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's pizzas, sourdough Neapolitan pizza pies, straight from their wood fire oven, and you are missing out. Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A for the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. What's the holdup? It's ad time. Oh, yeah. It's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four. Check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Ad time. Robots. Mandy, she goes to the beach and it's Sandy. She's on the podcast today. Ladies and gentlemen, Floridians and outsiders alike, today I have the absolute honor of welcoming the funny, the talented, the generous, the wonderful, the person who has probably the best taste in music that I've ever met, the one and only West Stockbridge's own Mandy Robbins. Mandy, welcome to the show. Hello, Mr. Murphy. It is. Uh, I'm happy to be here. West Stockbridge's own West Stocky, as 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 sometimes we call it. West Stocky. West yes. Stocky. The stock. Yes. West yeah. Stocky. Yeah. Okay. So it's West Stockbridge, Mass, and we'll get into it, but. How do you really say like what's the you know Massachusetts yeah you know like how how do you hear people pronouncing it? Uh, usually just well usually they just say Stockbridge, which is the town that's next to mine that gets all the fame. <laughs> uh, so people don't even say the West; they just say Stockbridge, which is like um, I think like there's like a line in a James Taylor song about Stockbridge. It's like Ooh. the song um, uh, Alice's Restaurant by uh arlo guthrie was like written about us a, a place in stopford it's like our a famous uh older sibling so people usually just say that okay so growing up i had cape coral i'm from cape coral but we would call these would be the nicknames for the place like there used to be a radio dj that used to uh say cape coral uh which was funny to me but annoying for others um then we have the nickname of uh, Little Pakistan. Little Pakistan. Cape Coral. Cape Coral. One of Cape Coral's nicknames is Little Pakistan. Little Paki. Oh wow! Why? Because it's, it's assuming there's a, a lot of Pakistani people there. Uh, no, it's just a war zone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't name it. I you know I, I didn't name. It. Um, 
Okay. Well, we'll get into Stocky. We'll get into West Stockbridge in a second. Uh, but before that, Mandy Robbins, we like to do plugs up top um, at the top of the show. Is there anything you'd like our listeners to know about, uh, to check out uh, anything upcoming or uh, on the internet? Uh, well, the best way, uh, you know, uh, uh, followers and listeners of the Florida versus podcast, uh, you can find me at Mandy Robbs on Instagram. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's the best way. And I'm also the host, new host of uh, the Boom Boomtown Breweries mic that they host every Monday. It's uh, at Boom Mic Comedy. So you can also follow them. We are doing the mic every Monday. Uh, Sign-ups at 6.30, starts at 7. Civilians love it. Come if you're uh, listening to this and you're in the LA area. It's downtown. It's right near Union Station. You can take public transit to get there. You wow. have no excuse. It's every Monday. Fantastic. All right. Well, okay. Mandy, your Instagram, if someone went there, what's on your Instagram? What do you, what do you find Instagram worthy? Like what's, uh, what's oh, something that you have to put on the IG? I don't, I feel like a lot of people, and I, I don't know, you're like a little bit older than me, so I don't know, but I feel like it's, you know, excuse me. it's, it's very, you, you really have to pick and choose what you put on the grid. Like I'm very specific about what I put on the grid like I'll put something once every few months I have this photo of me currently like eating a hot dog like on a knife that I posted as like a joke uh before posting like show flyers before I was leaving town and that kind of like looks out of place but I'm I'm keeping it <laughs> but everything else is like immaculately you know chosen to give off a specific vibe so okay all right well, yeah, okay so I, I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna look up this uh this photo of you eating a hot dog. oh yeah that is you eating a hot a hot dog well it's, it's technically a sausage it was um a, okay. a, uh i'm not gonna give the name of the provider but they make a very good pineapple and bacon sausage Ooh. Uh, yes it's very good pineapple bacon sausage now that i i recently had a so, that's so weird you usually don't hear about pineapple finding its way into sausage, but also I don't look into all the ingredients of sausage. You know, I almost don't want to know. I want to be yeah, surprised. Well, yeah. This was like, it was like branded as like a, you know, like pineapple thing. And, you know, you can taste it. They also make mango jalapeno, not as good as the pineapple and sausage, uh, chicken and apple. Uh, if, if people know sausages, they know the brand I'm talking about. They know sausages. Yeah. No, no brand endorsements. No, Manny Robbins. The one thing I know about you is you're not a, a dang sellout. Do you, no. you, you like, you don't mind pineapple in your sausage. What about pineapple on your pizza? Oh, fuck. No. I no. just think like, I just don't like the idea of like fruit and cheese mixing together. I think Ooh, that's yeah. like what's upsetting about it. I suppose though, if you're, you know, if you're looking at an extensive uh, detailed charcuterie board, then you might find those things there as well, right? But but do you eat them in the same bite? No, I guess not. Yeah, I, no, you're not. Yeah. yeah. I live I live near a pizza place and uh, it was late. They're open till like 4 a.m. Garage pizza. And uh, the, I just went, I was like, I want to get some pizza. The only pizza that they had available, not that not to say that I wouldn't have chosen it, but the only one that had they had available was um uh, uh, slices with jalapeno, fresh jalapenos, pepperoni, and pineapple. So I got two of those, and it kind of tasted like a sweet and sour um, see that. sauce. 
I, I could see that with the with the uh, jalapenos uh, balancing out, but like just like the pineapple and ham shit, I don't I don't fuck with that. And I, I know it's like a big de- debate, but all I'm just gonna say is I'm not gonna judge anybody for liking it because that's not that's you know that's not how I live my life, but it's just not for me. That's not the Mandy Robbins brand. It's not. It is the not. brand is not judgment. <laughs> Uh, okay. So that's, what's Instagram worthy, uh, you know, show flyers, stuff like that. I get it. I get it. And then, okay. Boomtown Mike. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. You just started hosting, uh, the Boomtown Mike with, uh, uh, who, who's your co-host? Nick Caradionis, who Nick is a fellow mass, fellow mass hole, but he's from the, uh, Eastern part of the state, which is vastly different from the Western part of the state where I am. It's just like mountains kind of, it's like Hickville. But it's it's like or like crunchy girl <laughs> Nice. Yeah. And so you said the uh, mic is located downtown. What's um, you know, you've been at comedy a while now. What what uh what are some elements that make like an open mic fun or things that you look out for? Well, I mean, the, the uh, great thing about the boom mic that uh, you know, uh, the person who I was footsteps I'm following in CJ that um. Mm you did about it, insisted that it was free. And uh, oh, I yeah. think that that's really important because uh, I myself, uh, you know, am a, a broke broke young person and a lot of other comics are broke young people or broke old people too. Uh, yeah. A lot of broke, a lot of just broke people in general. And it, it <laughs> you is- You don't discriminate on anything, whether no. you're broke, whether you're young, whether you're old. Though you did mention that I was older than you, which I don't know, honestly, I think we're about the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to how offended you are. Listen to how offended you are by that. (laughs) That's so funny to me. Uh, Yeah, so it's a free mic. People can come perform, work out material. And you said there are a lot of civilians there. Yeah, well, yeah, one of the great things about uh, the mic that uh, they do there at Boomtown is that they'll give, uh, you know, $2 off beer if, uh, you know, they invite people to come watch it, which is great. You know, you get a deal. You get to watch some, you know, fresh comics work shit out which you know can be fun it can be fun uh but it's definitely it's yeah it's a good vibe every monday starts at seven we go all the way to like uh, a little bit after 9 30 so mm. show up if you're in la if you're a comic or not uh just want to have a good time yeah no it's super fun I, I love it and it's also boomtown is a brewery that's essentially in the shadow of uh, the downtown los angeles jail Oh yes, right? yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Has there been any? Have there been any incidents of like people from the jail like coming up against the wall and like listening or like cheering or anything like that? I I hope not. That would be sad for them. <laughs> that would be sad for them to not experience the show fully or to have to listen to some comedians work out their material. It, it would, it would be sad for them to see people who are free on the outside being like, this is what they're choosing to do with their life. <laughs> it would like throw them in an existential crisis. Right. Right. Uh, since, since we're on it, I'll ask you in a little bit, but had you ever had any uh, brushes with uh, the law? Have you gotten into gotten close to being I, locked up at all the slammer i have i have had some brushes some brushes with the law um Ooh. i was uh, really into shoplifting when i was younger really uh, oh yeah oh my gosh i was like super into shoplifting i uh, i got caught by the barnes and noble security guard once which oh. was like really embarrassing i was shoplifting a bunch of like 
like comics and stuff and he maybe like put them back in the right section and walked mm. me around the store and so that's that's the closest I also did did uh, I don't know if you would like me to save this story for later but there's a party story where it involves uh, uh you know the police all right well that. we'll make sure we get that what did that happen in West Stockbridge it did happen in in my in my backyard well holy cow the police came right to your backyard well let's get right to it then mandy robbins tell me about your hometown uh so my hometown west Stockbridge, massachusetts is located in the scenic berkshire mountains of western massachusetts the berkshires Beautiful. uh it's like super popular tourist destination if any of the uh florida versus listeners are real housewives of new york fans uh so you know they they go up to on trips to the Berkshires and a lot of oh. things happen there. So some people may know the Berkshires from the Real Housewives. Um, Dorinda famously has a house there, have ran into Dorinda at Marshall's before. Really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was honestly shocking because I thought somebody of that wealth and stature, but, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> some of that wealth and stature. What Did you get lost uh, coming to my place or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't. Yeah. I mean, celebrities that I, that I would not be surprised to run into in Florida, oddly enough, Carrot Top. He's a, he's a native. Uh, Also, I feel like Larry, the cable guy and Jeff Foxworthy, they're not Florida guys, but if I came across them, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be like, all right. Hey, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But uh, a lot of real housewives in, uh, in, in, in the stock, Oh well, yeah, but well, we have we have we have other nice. A lot. It's like I, it is something that is really unique about the Berkshires is that if you look on a map of like the Northeast and you were to go to Berkshire County, it is equidistant from Boston and New York City. So oh. we get like all of the people go, you know, going wanting to have like a vacation home in the mountains, and there are like a lot of famous people I've seen. Uh, Meryl Streep before I've seen Malcolm Gladwell you you know you know Malcolm Gladwell right yeah 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 he flew on the Lolita Express uh with Jeffrey Epstein Malcolm Gladwell did Uh, he really he did he did I I I I, Peter Peter look it up I heard he flew on he flew on the Express the Lolita Express is that really what they named it or is that something you came up with you never heard of the Lolita Express? That was or that was the Put that was the on. name of like his island. You never heard the, the the whole conspiracy theory when this was happening like two years ago with Epstein? But, but yes, yes, yes. But that was the name of his island was Lolita. I I think so. Or like the plane that took the people to the island that like Bill Clinton also right. famously flew on. Mandy Robbins, this is what I love about you. You don't you're not a sellout, <laughs> but you will name names. You will get messy. I well, I mean, it's topical too. Ghislaine is on trial, uh, oh, yeah. so you know, just I'm bringing it back to the news as well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyone getting on the Lolita Express to this uh, island, the layover was in uh, <laughs> in your hometown. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. I saw I saw Jeffrey Epstein getting a coffee. No uh, way. Really? So, no. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How would you even know who he was at the time, right? All I know is he's bad for the Jews. Bad for the Jews, as my parents would say. It makes us look bad. Him, Bernie Madoff, bad for the Jews. Oh, yeah, bad for the brand. Yeah, exactly. Bad for the brand. So, so yeah, so, like, you know, what, what would the community be? Um, I got to be honest, growing up in Florida and Cape Coral, where I was at, 
I don't know if I interacted with many Jewish people uh, because most of the Jewish community in Florida, as I understand it, is located in either Boca Raton or Miami. And not a lot of Jews in the Gulf Coast that I'd come across. Not a lot of temples, but a lot, definitely a lot of churches. How was, uh, you know, being equidistant from uh, Boston and New York City, like, would this be a place that, I mean, how far is it? It's not like a commuter town, right? So no, like, no. Okay, it's yeah. like two and a half hours each way. Oof, that's a that's yeah. a couple of podcasts. So then would would there be a big like Jewish community? Do you have like a big Jewish community growing up? Oh, uh, hell no. Me and my, <laughs> I have a twin brother. We were like some of the only Jewish kids uh, in our class. My parents, they moved uh, from New York City to the Berkshires in the early 1990s. They were small business owners. They actually oh. faced a lot of like anti-Semitism when they first got there and stuff. And so, yeah, definitely like not a lot of, uh, weirdly after after 9-11, all the Jews started to come up. Uh, but, and then they were all like old Jews. There weren't a lot of other Jewish kids in my class. And I mean, I didn't really care for, you know, at, at the end of the day, the thing that bummed me out was that like, you know, I wasn't getting the representation around the holiday time. That's what made me oh, sad. Oh yeah. And, and so um, <clears throat> we're recording this earlier in the month. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, but today is the 17th. Uh, how, how do you celebrate, how do you find yourself celebrating Hanukkah these days, you know, being away from your family? Because, you know, everybody kind of goes back, you know, it feels like, it feels like the only two day, two, two weeks out of the year that Los Angeles is like shut down are those last two weeks, you know, with Christmas and New Year's. When, when do you, do you find time to go back home for the holidays? And then, you know, how do you celebrate uh, Hanukkah? Uh, yeah, I went back um, recently towards the end of uh, uh, November. I was back home for the first time since I moved out here, which uh, it was crazy to just be out there to take like a breath of fresh air. That was the first thing I did when I got off the plane. I immediately noticed the air quality. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I've been I, I, I've been like wheezing a lot lately or like having a hard time breathing. I'm like, they got me. The Rona got me. But no, no. it's just poor air quality. Do you own an air purifier? I should. Peter, you got to invest in an air purifier. I should. I have a little fan. No, that's not going to do anything. That's just going to blow the air around. Yeah, that's right. It's probably making it worse. I have um, I have a plant. No, no. You have to get an air purifier. <sighs> okay. Okay. Mama, Mama Mandy. Uh, <laughs> but so what, what would, uh, it's really interesting. My birthday is December 20th. And uh, my family being the procrastinators that we were, one year we decided to make it a tradition like we're going to go out on peter's birthday and he's going to pick out the tree that only lasted one year because uh we forgot about it the next year but as far as christmas time traditions that's really the only thing that we would do uh for like hanukkah traditions would you and your family do anything uh special it's basically just like making the latkes you know and mm. just uh yeah that's like that's the big thing is like it's very like food oriented you make the latkes oh, yeah. uh you know maybe some matzo ball soup uh, some oh. type of uh, maybe some type of protein my father this year he made a uh, lamb which Ooh. was cer certainly interesting I, I don't think that's a hanukkah thing he just uh had a frozen lamb that he got on sale a few months ago and decided to make it which is very jewish so he was staying within the traditions uh, that's yeah, so cool 
yeah, it's definitely just like a lot of just like eating. And it's not it's not really a big holiday within the Jewish religion. Um, if you ask any, uh, like, I'm not super religious, but if you ask anybody who, you know, even considers themselves remotely in the religion, they'll say, yeah, Hanukkah, it's not it's not a big deal. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not like how Christmas, I think, is the highest day for Christians, maybe whatever. I don't know. Are let me. I, right the highest day yeah i guess i mean i don't know when i think of christmas and i think of the people that uh celebrate it i think these are the things i associate with it number one guilt let's get back to church let's go to church one time you know before the end of the year then uh, a mad dash to get presents for everybody and then i don't like i think that's it just like trying to do nothing right like that, that sort of thing but like i feel like a lot of jewish holidays are kind of like they have to do with work you know like it's more it's more of a service than uh a time to like relax is that is that am i off yeah. on that no you're you're right on that like my i i used to like uh, yom kippur because oh, yeah. that's like when you go and everybody writes what they did bad for the year in like a little thing and then the the rabbi like reads it out and as a kid, that's really fun because you get to like, some, like you know, sometimes it'd be like, oh, I was really awful to my sister. Yeah, I'm sorry for that behavior. Like, you know, and you get to just make up scenarios in your head. Like, I wonder what that person did. It's kind of just like you're getting the whole synagogue's gossip at that time of year and the rabbi is like reading it off and it's it's very cryptic. So I like that just for the, for the you know, the tea of it all. Ah, would that all be anonymous or would you accidentally like oh, write yeah. your name? Okay. It all be anonymous, but I feel like maybe if the rabbi like knows people well enough, he could be like, "Oh, that's 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 so and so's handwriting." <laughs> he would write, "Oh yeah," he would read it out loud. <laughs> Sorry, I was so, so such a brat to my parents, and then look in the front row. It's like we all know that was Gerard, you know, or whoever. <laughs> the typical Jewish name Gerard. <laughs> yeah, the classical classical Jewish name Gerard. All right, well, when you know when we weren't celebrating these Jewish holidays, like what was what was the vibe around your school? Because it's so interesting in Florida, there's so much emphasis on football and then soccer and then also hockey, oddly enough. And uh, these like big sports, you know, kind of like took precedent over like a lot of things. Uh, were, were you guys a sports town? I know you're a, a, a big basketball fan, big Luca fan, big uh, Celtics fan. So like did, was that apparent, like growing up where you uh, where you grew up? Uh, our the Miami Mountain Regional High School, te- you know, any teams that we had, they were basically shit except for our boys soccer team oh, was cool. really good. And if you like went to the football games, like you were considered like uncool. I think like that was an really? uncool thing to do was to go to like the fo- one of the football games because the football team like really sucked. Well, yeah. was it because okay, but would you have neighboring high schools that had successful teams or was that just unheard of in, in your part of the state? Uh, it was Football pretty much teams. unheard of in the, in the, in the part of the state. Yeah. I mean, cause it's just so there's, there's not a lot of kids in like the, the schools in the area and it's just, yeah, there was in, in a lot of the uh, sports that people did where and I had friends that were really good at were things like cross country, a lot of, you know, mm. just like solo things. It was because because that's what what do you do when there's just hills around? You run cross country, breeds good cross country runners. That is fascinating to me because you see Florida and the sports that I mentioned, 
hockey, football, soccer, all um, <laughs> prone to head injury and also prone to fighting and physical activity. And then, you know, uh, in the Massachusetts area, the Northeast, you know, the sports that you're mentioning are cross country running. Uh, would you say, you know, you said individual sports. So what, like tennis, golf, that sort of thing. Yeah. Is that popular? Oh, we had, yeah. Our golf team was, was pretty decent too. Yeah. There's gotta be something to that. It's like, like, there's gotta be something to that. Like you, you grow up without like suffering multiple concussions. You're, well, I do you're know, smarter for it. Right. Yeah. I do know that Massachusetts, we have like the number one public school system in the country. Like right. we have the best team. <laughs> oh. no, no bragging. Jeez. My, well, my mom, my mom was a teacher. So I do, I do have to brag because she was part of that. Uh, did you, but, did you, okay. No, and she, I, uh, I never had her. So. Thank was God. that a conscious choice? Did she know you're going to get eaten alive or were you like, no mom, I don't want to be in your class. I just, I just don't think she wanted to, uh, she just, yeah, she, she just did, had no desire in teaching in the school area where, where we were. So she like taught all the way in Springfield, which was like the big city, like 45 minutes away, which was where basketball was invented. Basketball was invented in Western Massachusetts, everybody. Fun fact. I, uh, what was his name? Stephen Naismith? No. Uh, James Naismith, maybe something. Mr. Names Naismith. Mr. Naismith. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Look at that history. Look at that history. All right. Well, we, uh, I know you teased this story before. I want to know, we're talking about your high school. Uh, uh, this is one of my favorite segments. It's called party time. Party time. Okay. So where were people partying in your hometown? Like where was there, before you get into the story, I want to like get a, a feel for what you could do on the weekends as a teen in uh, in your hometown like was there a youth center to go to was that cool was there you know soccer games or basketball games or cross-country running did you did you just stand and watch kids run a marathon um what was there like a lot of things to do for you growing up in those like teenage years or no there was like basically uh nothing which is like maybe why <laughs> i fell into trucks for a little bit when i was in high school because <laughs> that kind of breeds that behavior uh, yeah, it was basically like just all the parties would take place in fields when it wasn't like super oh. cold. And even like, I feel like you ask anybody from a small town, this is a recurring theme. It's like a bonfire in a small field. Everybody pulls up with their car. Whoever has the best stereo is like playing music and you're all just like sitting around, like, you know, like talking and just hanging out, maybe like smoking weed. And it's just like pretty, pretty boring. It's not like a lot of people dancing or anything like that. It's, it's pretty, it's just like, where it's just people just go and sit there in the middle of a field where there's a fire and get fucked up. Uh -huh. That was it. Did you, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I could pick a party, choose a type of party to make right now, that'd be, that sounds pretty cool. Looking at a fire, nothing better than that. Was that, um, did you have to wear uniforms at your school or no? Oh, fuck no. I would, oh my gosh, I would, oh, no, no, no. I would have been very upset if I had to wear a uniform. There was, uh, the school that I graduated high school from, we had to wear uniforms. And I, I would remember that that was, we would essentially have the same types of parties. They would either be on the beach or in uh, like some type of swampland with a bonfire happening but everyone that I knew from that school would, you know, be like, oh, well, this is my Hollister shirt or this is my, you know, I don't get, have to wear my 
uniform at this point. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can show that off. But then, yeah, it was the same thing. It's like, all right, who got the beer? And I remember one time there was this like Corona keg and we were like, oh my God, this, you kids got Corona? Like, how did you get that keg? You know what I mean? Because that was like the fanciest beer you could even think of at the time. Florida fancy. <laughs> Yeah, Florida fancy. Exactly. All right. So wait, so then uh, did you ever find yourself throwing a party uh, when your parents were out of town or in town? Yeah, I did. So I did throw a party. Uh, this was the weekend, 4th of July weekend. Um, I, I will say what year because I am uh, significantly younger than you as stated. So this 4th of July weekend, 2014, my uh, junior year of high school. I was, okay. Uh, Everyone do the math. Everyone do the math out there. <laughs> The, the math is that you're old. That's the math. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Uh, but no, so I was throwing my one of my friends from summer camp who was originally from Boston. She came to visit me for that weekend. And she was like, oh, you should throw a party. And I totally was just like, oh, yeah, let's do it. So it was very last minute. And there's this big um, abandoned field and abandoned house um, behind my house. And so I was like, oh, let's just like hold it in that field. Like, let's just like bring a bunch of beach chairs up there and like make a fire and we'll just do that. And so, you know, we just texted everybody that we, that I knew cause she didn't know anybody cause she wasn't from there. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm just having this thing. Just, just come check it out. I didn't think that a lot of people would come, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you think that when you're a kid, anybody will go to anything just cause they think there might be alcohol there. How did you so. spread the word for the party? Because when, back in my day, I would used to, you know, just, um, <laughs> send up smoke signals uh, oh, a pigeon yeah i would send out a few pigeons some carrier pigeons oh, we had to plan these things weeks in advance in case the pigeons got lost what else would i do I, oh i would uh uh take out an ad in the newspaper because <laughs> everybody read the newspaper at the time uh so yeah wait how did you spread the word how did you spread the word and how, how did the word get spread uh, definitely like this was like Snapchat was big. Mm. And then also, did you, have you ever heard of this thing called um, Yik Yak? Did you know what Yik Yak was? No. And let me say this. I feel like you're testing me. No, I feel it's like, not. I feel like that doesn't really exist. And you're like, I'll get this. I'll get this son of a bitch. Like, I'll, I'll no, like, oh yeah. I heard, yeah. I heard of Yik Yak. Ha, you got punked. Yik Yak doesn't exist. What is a Yik Yak? It was basically like this this form of social media that took uh, uh, I think like uh, high school and college kids by storm from the like just like a very like quick like eighteen month period and the whole thing about Yik Yak was that you could just post anonymously and it was like a lot of people shit talking and you can like upvote posts kind of similar to like Reddit or something oh. and but the whole big thing of it was that it was like anonymous so people would just like post things about you know, like, oh, did you see, like, that person, like, walking in the hallway? They look like a real doofus. I mean, they, they wouldn't write things like that, but. Now, was this, was this directly related to Yom Kippur? Because you were also mentioning <laughs> the Yom Kippur, uh, you know, uh, anonymous messages. Would it, would it be in the, the same type of thing? It, it, it is, it is like that, yes, where you, you post something anonymously and then, and then people can upvote it based on how, how juicy or exciting it was and yeah. it would show, but it, it was all location-based. So oh. like you couldn't post if like you weren't in the location. It was all like, you set like a certain mile range 
in like because your phone location knew so you were only you could only post like in that location that sounds messy that's like okay reddit meet yom kippur it's yik yak yeah yeah i haven't used it in a while so i might not be describing it perfectly but um if you have any other uh if you have some gen z listeners i'm sure they'll know what yik yak is right well, so, okay, so you're post, you post the party on Yik Yak, and what did you say? Like, you, could, you didn't make it anonymous, or did you? Well, I was just, like, I was just, like, uh, like bonfire, like, in West Stockbridge, like, part, and then I was, like, parking. I put, like, because there was a municipal parking lot near my house, and I was, like, oh, park in the municipal parking lot off of Hotel Street. And then Ooh. if somebody, like, because I, I, I think you could, like, DM people on that, too. So if somebody DM me, like, oh, who's throwing it? I would say, like, oh, it's, it's me. And then I also, like, got other people to reach out to like I had like upperclassmen friends and so just you know just typical typical ways of uh, reaching out to people and so I was like okay we're gonna throw a fire have never started a fire before in my life didn't know (laughs) didn't know how to do that Uh, a bunch of like these guys show up and this one guy's like oh hey like do you have anything that we can use to start a fire. And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. So I run down to my house. I get like a big stack of newspapers that my parents just keep. Just like huge stacks of newspapers. Did you own birds? Like, did you own birds? (laughs) Was this supposed to line the bottom of a bird cage? Why'd you have so much newspaper? I don't know. My dad just like had a lot. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Your dad just loved paper mache or he always wanted a bird? I, yeah, I promise my fa- my parents are not hoarders. I lived in like a very clean, nice house. There was just like a lot of like old newspapers. <laughs> like old, old, like week old, not like, not like, oh, JFK was shot old. <laughs> right, I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't burn that. That would be, that would be absurd. I would keep all the newspapers because they would have, you know, where, where and when my parties were. <laughs> so I understand that. That's actually how I promote <laughs> promote my comedy shows now and uh you know i've had z- almost zero success i i need to stop i need to stop uh so okay so you go oh we'll burn something gotta start a fire yeah better get my parents treasured newspapers <laughs> yeah but the thing was is so like there's like a in my house there's like a front like room addition that um my parents like added on when they bought the house and it like is like where the front door is and my mom was in that front room watching tv and kept seeing me go in and out with like stacks of newspaper and she was just like what are you doing and I was like oh I'm doing an art thing with Olivia who was my friend because my mom's like she's so like oblivious off in her own little world and in the, the field that we were gonna have the party in, it was like a little bit further away yeah. you know so like I, I had a feeling that she wouldn't hear it and she didn't so nice. the guys would you, started would you well, quick question did you ever would you ever like joke with your parents like like if, if she would have stopped you and said, what are you doing with this newspaper? Would you, would you have thought of something funny to like say, or would you have been like, Oh, nothing. You yeah, know, I, I would freeze up and just be like, uh, just hang in. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, mom, we're going to roll this newspaper up and snort a huge line of cocaine. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't really, it was weird. Cause I was raised by my grandparents and my mom and I just, I didn't really joke with them at all. Like the comedy or the jokes that I would do. Number one, when I was younger, I was incredibly obnoxious and loud. So I, I wouldn't, I would try not to bring that home and just for my parents' sake. And then, yeah, I never really joked with them or like, 
I don't know. I always thought like joking was like for me and my friends, not like something that I share with my family. Right. I mean, would you, are, are you, would you, did you grow up in the same, with the same idea? I would joke a lot with my dad because I know that my dad loved comedy and my dad like introduced me to the Chappelle show when I was like 10. Oh, wow. And, and, you know, so I, I would joke a lot. It would, my brother and I, we would joke with our dad. Our mom, she's a little bit more sensitive. So just, yeah, kind of, yeah, we kept it, kept it a little bit more serious with mom, which I feel like is how a lot of people are, you know, mm -hmm. like the dad's a little bit more fun and the mom's a little bit more serious. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that's true. Uh, okay, so you're taking out all these newspapers, just helping helping the trash, uh, uh, just kind of like get making some room. And so then, uh, you, so who started the fire? Oh, this kid named Bryce Hackmeyer. He was a real asshole. I don't like him. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like any of the people who showed up to the fire. Like, I fucking hated all of these people. Really? But I, was like, but I was like, oh, they might. And these were also the people I, I would sell Adderall to. So, you know, I have my, my <laughs> network, my network of people from that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess you got to show up to your Adderall dealer's party just so you can have some, like, social currency you know mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah well i was at your party you know why not, you know uh yeah. that's so funny <laughs> so you didn't like any of these people why even throw a party was it for your friend that suggested it yeah yeah and like my friend like was like interested in this guy that like mm. my guy friend that she had met like the night before and was like oh like tell him to come and so i was just like oh we could just like hang out with him and she's like no i want to throw a party and i definitely uh so came to the peer pressure a little bit sure yeah. So Bryce starts the fire. People are just like, you know, just, and you just don't like, like and you didn't like Bryce. No, he was. No, no, <laughs> I didn't like any of these people. These people were just like grade A assholes. But he was like a, a super pyro, essentially. Well, he, he knew how to do shit. He, he was like he was like a lax bro who just like liked to uh. think he was outdoorsy. Yeah. And was like, I can do it, guys. And he did start the fire. But before we know it, it got like super out of control and super high up. And so the neighbors of like a few houses away called the cops because they saw a fire. It wasn't even because of we were being too loud. It was that's why they called because the fire just got so out of control. And so before I know it, somebody's yelling, the cops, the cops are here. Just completely abandoned the fire. I run. How big was this fire? How big was this fire? Um, oh, man, like it was like bigger than your average fire pit and like the flames were like at least they were really high like the flames were really high up like, like 10 feet know? 12 feet high like a basketball yeah, like, hoop like yeah like well definitely like taller it's a yeah at least at least like six or seven feet like whoa yeah that and, is cause and, for concern yeah and i didn't even think about that i was just like eh, eh. just like i just want to have fun oh man also you know what's happening around that time is uh it's dry isn't it it's dry in the summertime yeah Oh my gosh, you could have burned down the whole town. Well, it gets a little wet, you know, because of like the morning dew and stuff. So I don't I don't think I would have burned down the whole town. Okay. okay. Uh, or but Brock, no. Brock Brockmeyer would have burned down the whole town, you know. <laughs> you just provided the abandoned house. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so the cops so, come and you guys flee and the fire is still going. Yeah, and the fire is still going. Everybody's like fleeing different ways. Um, I lost my wallet that night. I was really upset, but I was That's also like, yeah, and it had my ID in it and everything. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally going to get caught. But yeah. I was also like, 
a few beers in. I had not paid for any of the beers. They were all beer that the kids who I hated brought. So, and I like, as I was running away, I got like one of the cases of Coors and was like running away with it. So I ended up with a few free beers. Uh, That's that pretty cool. Before. Yeah. Uh, and so we just like run away. I meet up with one of my friends. And, <laughs> and that, just, that also uh, goes into your, like, uh, <laughs> your thievery. Uh, you, you, you used to steal stuff. Was that klepto? No. Yeah. yeah klepto. klepto. Okay. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're like, you're like, Oh, well, if I can't have a long party night, I'm just going to steal as much stuff as I can. I, I, I feel that way when I'm sometimes when I'm ordering foods, like what's the most I can get from my dollar, you know, or like if, if, if it, the Halloween candy's out there, I'll, I'll see as much you know, how much I can take before I get caught. Uh, so I'm with yeah. you on that. So you're, you're like, you, you lost your wallet, whatever. I'll take some beers and then uh, you're running along. Yeah. And uh, I ended up meeting up with my friends, everybody, you know, ran away. It was no problem. Uh, and then ended up going back to my house for the night. I walk in, my mom's still watching TV. Uh, there's luckily I have my backpack. So the beer was in my backpack. She didn't see that. She was just like, Oh, what'd you guys end up doing for the night? Oh, like God. that's how oblivious she was. And I was just like, oh, nothing. And I thought, oh, I got off scot-free. I ran away from the cops. They didn't catch me. Uh, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. And nothing happened for a week. It was all good. Really? For a week? Yeah, a week. Nothing happened. I was like, I was like, yeah, I got it. And then like people talked about it at school. They were like, or not at school because it was like they talked about it. Like, yeah. like on, you know. And, uh, on the yik yak. Like, on the, and exactly. On the yik yak. You know what and, a sign is? Tell me if I'm wrong. A sign of being older is saying the before things. Oh, yeah. Right? Because no, except for the Ohio State University, there is nothing that requires the word the in front of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're not going to say the meta now, like how people say the Facebook. <laughs> right. We went to the, well, the party, but I, I think that's more of like a, just a grammar thing. Uh, okay. So then they start chatting. And they're like, are they asking you, hey, did you get in trouble? Are you going to jail? What, you know? Yeah, people were like, oh, like just, I was like, yeah, I haven't gotten in trouble for it or anything. But it turns out a girl lost her iPhone at the party. Oh, no. And she was like super upset about that. And she knew that the cops had uh, came and busted the party. So she and her family went to the West Stockbridge police and were like, hey, we bust like you were at this party that you like you busted this party that I was at and I lost my phone. Did you recover anything? And I don't know if she got her phone back, but then they asked her, they were like, Oh, who threw the party? And this girl, oh. like, she, I know. Yeah. And I feel bad. Cause like, she told me, she was like, I was in, like, I was with my parents. Like I wouldn't have told, she like confronted me afterwards and was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Friggin' but, narc dude. What a <laughs> narc. Oh, so that's so unfortunate so that's that's how the police found out and then they a week later they like came to my house sat me down and pulled out a bunch of pictures that they had taken of the fire pit and of like beers everywhere and were like you did this like you did this and I was like well no, I didn't I didn't I didn't do that mm. Bryce did the fire so I didn't technically <laughs> do that uh, but no, and yeah, that was like the scare. It was scary. They were like, you know, they were like, this is trespassing. That's not your land. Like you can get in a lot of trouble, but growing up in a small town, my parents knew the people whose land it was. And all I had to do was just apologize to the guy. 
You know what's interesting? I think this is an example of police maybe making the situation more difficult because how, like did they run up with like sirens going or like did you just see like police cars like aggressively coming towards you guys they 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 came to my house and then they were like we need to bring you for uh, the party a- though i mean because they're the only reason why you abandoned the uh, fire the only reason why you abandoned the fire and left that trash was because you needed to leave in like an instant you know mm-hmm. like no one's trying to lose their cell phone no one's trying to leave like a huge mess maybe maybe in massachusetts but i think if like the cops would have like run up on you in like a calm way or like been cool about it then you know that might have been different i still would have like ran away just because i didn't want any i didn't want to be accountable for any of it and even the thought of having to talk to an authority figure just really upset me so i just i was like if i i don't want to get any blame for this and i really thought i didn't i was like a week and i was like obviously they're not smart if they I literally live, my house is right in front of the field where that happened. Like they, you know, they could have put two and two together. Oh, a teenager lives in this house. Uh, but no, they had to have some some person just crack it for them. Oh, dang. Yeah, I was uh, fortunate enough to know a few older um, classmen that kind of like hung around town after high school and they would have like a house they would like own a house. And so that would be like the party place if we didn't go to the swamp or throw a couch party or um, do something wild like that. One time, my buddy, Andy Brestel, I was in a band and uh, Andy, <laughs> and the band was called Born With Steel Teeth and uh, we rocked. We're very That's cool. That's a good name for a band. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, don't, I think we, I don't know who came up with it, but we, you know, we all agreed to it. So then Andy was like, dude, let's throw a couch party. So we're in his pickup truck, find the couch on the side of the road, toss it in, bring it out to like a Goodwill. We did this twice. One time was at a Goodwill, but it was like right before Christmas. And then, you know, I sent out the carrier pigeons. I uh, put in a newspaper <laughs> newspaper ad. Um, I, I bought uh, airtime on a, uh, on a local uh, television network. <laughs> I, uh, I handed out flyers. Uh, I played the game. I just played the game of telephone. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of people. And we threw this couch party. And the cops ran up on us. It's not like we had like a fire or anything, but we were just incredibly brazen about how we were just going to like set down a couch, have a keg and like some other beers and then just, just party. Like we weren't hurting anybody. Did you guys... Like, that sounds exactly that's like exactly that was that was the, my thought process too yeah, I, yeah I was vibe. a little too brazen with it yeah i just wanted to have fun with people who i hated but brought me free beer now see that's the thing in florida or like where i grew up there's not like you know there's not a lot of places for younger kids to to go you know like it's a retirement you know it's a retirement place so you know that was tough like what was like what was in your town other than say maybe retail shops or restaurants well basically like in the really small town where if you wanted to do anything like go see a movie like go to mcdonald's or anything you would go to great barrington which was just the town a little bit south of me but my town literally had has a main street it is called main street it has um a post office just like a general store uh and that was it for a while 
that that truly was it. It looked like a small little town, like like out of like a Norman Rockwell painting or something like in Gilmore Girls. Uh, I so that think, was it for yeah. a while. How did but you then, treat? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. But then no. But then a new coffee shop opened up a few years Uh-oh. ago, which was really nice. And like it, like that's where I saw Malcolm Gladwell. Actually, was in the coffee shop before he was. He met up with uh, Epstein. Yeah. Yeah, he actually was like, he was calling to confirm a reservation and he was like, he sat there and he's like, yeah, reservation for Malcolm Gladwell. And I was like, you're just drawing attention to yourself. <laughs> well, he's good at that. He's been uh, drawing attention to himself for 10,000 hours. So he's he's an expert at that. Uh, <laughs> I, always, I always think this is interesting and I've never posed this question on uh, the podcast, but how did you treat the movies? Be- you mentioned the movie theater. How did you treat the movies? Because I think there are people, uh, and you, you may fall into all these categories, but there are people that go to the, went to the movies be- you know, on a Friday night you know, after a long week of school to socialize, to you know, get, you know, just do something. Or, but the people that went to watch the movies, you know, and I, I find myself one of, the, one of those people, I would get carried away in the opera, you know, in the world outside of the world that I know, you know? Um, And, you know, I was, when I was home, I was glued to the TV. I was always curious about, you know, other things and like, you know, where other people grew up in the world outside of Florida. And I started to develop this sense that like, all right, maybe this, you know, the world that I'm living in, in like Southwest Florida is not a reflection of the world at large. And so then I would be so drawn into movies and just, uh, you know, I would really pay attention to the movies where then, you know, not that I think that either of these things is wrong, but our social time, our real social time happened at the movies, you know, on a Friday night. And like, that's, you know, all kinds of like foul shit would happen. Like guys would like hook up with girls, you know, people would hook up in the movie theater. Like people would like, get blackout drunk at the movie theater and that sort of thing uh where would you like when would you go to the movies and what would it be for um i like actually went to the movies alone a lot when i was in high school uh just because yeah i i wanted that similar like you know i i was going like a very angsty teenager so for me i was like i can just go alone and that can just be like a place where i just sit in a dark room for for two hours and that mm. was that was really nice. But when I I would also you know I feel like uh, that was a big part of socializing as well. And that's always nice because you automatically have something to talk about afterwards with the people. Yeah. You're like not so good friends with them, but you can like really uh, draw out conversation about maybe the movie that you just saw. So it was like it's nice because you have that built in thing to talk about, and you don't. It was always awkward when you would like meet somebody at the movie and you would meet them at the theater and then they'd come and sit next to you and you're like, oh, are we supposed to talk? Like, what do we, yes. do we just sit there watching the trailers? Like that was that was always really awkward. And that was the word, that was like the part that I dreaded the most. What's, okay, so what's your movie theater etiquette? When is it okay to talk? When is it okay to to do anything? Leave, what, like what's, what, 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 what say you? I, th- it, I think it's okay to talk during the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's okay to talk during the trailers. I don't use my phone at all in the movie. I think that 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 is like a way uh, that I get out of not using my phone for like two hours, which is really nice because you get to be present. And that's something that I missed a lot about going to the movies um, mm. in the pandemic. Because even if you're watching something at home that you're super into, I feel like even then you're still looking at your phone. Right. 
Yeah, but uh, anybody who looks at their phone automatically, I'm like, that's red flag. Not not a good. <laughs> You're done. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. You can talk during the trailers. Who cares? Um, but during the movie, yeah, put your phone away. Unless you're a doctor or you got a sitter. I mean, you know, what, what are you going to do here? Uh, then, then, you know what? People with kids should not be able to enjoy the movies. I'm going to say it right now. I Oh, my God. I went to see, I saw House of Gucci recently. Ugh. And I don't know if you have seen, oh, my gosh. I have a lot to say about that movie. <laughs> what happened? Well, first off, tell me what happened in the theater and then tell me about what happened on the screen. Uh, well, so somebody brought a small child no. when I was home to see House of Gucci and within like the first 20 minutes there's like a sex scene with Adam Driver and Lady Gaga where they like fuck like ravenous animals it's like oh, very wow. like they have a lot of it's very animalistic and of course these fucking people brought a child the child sits all the way in the middle like towards the wall so they're trying to get the child up and they're like get him out of here get him out of here and it's just completely Who's ruined saying the that? Other but people the, are saying, get the that parents, kid out of here. No, the, <laughs> I, I, I would have said that. But no, no, the parents were like, were like, cover his eyes, cover his eyes. How old and, was this kid? Oh, my God. This kid must have been like eight or nine years old. It was, oh, a, wow. it was, a, young, so, it was a young kid. Yeah, but not so young that he's not digesting this, in, like, this like, information. Was he like a big Lady Gaga fan? What's he doing <laughs> with this movie? <laughs> Lee, there, let, there, him, let him see another movie. He's eight, nine years old. Sit him down. Go to a different movie. I don't know what other. I th- there were. I think it was all like adult movies that were playing at this theater because it was like a local like the theater. It was like the new Kenneth Branagh movie and like uh, something else. And yeah, it was like all like artsy films. So maybe they thought, oh yeah, or maybe yeah, he liked Adam Driver. He's like, that's, mommy, that's Kylo Ren. Oh God! <laughs> but it, he's so much more than that, isn't he? Oh, in my eyes, absolutely. Right, right. Uh, so what happened on the screen? Because House of Gucci, it like, if you're describing it to me, yeah, Jared Leto gained over 100 pounds. Great. Lady Gaga is playing, you know, whoever she's playing and stayed in character for over a year. Adam Driver, it wears glasses and is very serious. And it's called House of Gucci. This sounds like a movie that would be teased on like 30 Rock or like 30 Rock had made up this movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah, as like, a prank. Like, a Janice, like, the, like a, the Janice Joplin movie. Yes, exactly. So, okay. Did you like it? And what what is happening on the screen? And how long is it? Because I feel like it's oh a three gosh. hour movie. It is, it is like two hours and 40 minutes. It is a long ass movie, which also... How's a child gonna sit for that long? That I just was amazed that <laughs> you stop. Yeah, that's that's another un, you, that's an excellent point you bring up. That's another unfair thing that's happening when kids go into the movie theater. You feel as an adult because you know you're like you know I don't know 35, 36 years old. Well, you you're, you're, th- you're thirty five or thirty six. I'm forty three. I'm forty three. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forty three. I was born in sixty eight, and. Uh, you, you know, you feel the responsibility for this kid. You're like, oh God, you, right? You yeah, feel that it was very, it was very, and like this sex scene, it was like, I, it, if people have seen it, they'll, they'll know what I'm talking about. It's like very, very passionate. And he like goes down on Lady Gaga. It's cool. just, it's, it's very, yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so beyond the set, get uh, forget about the sex scene. I asked about the entire movie. Oh, the entire well, was, was the entire movie of the sex scene for you? Well, I mean, that's what I remember the most. I also remember Jared Leto's awful accent. It like borderlined on play acting, like somebody like in like an improv 101 class, like playing an Italian person. Like uh, that's what was, that's what I'm saying. It was really bad. He was he was he was bad. Was, he's like a car- I mean, he's like a cartoonish Italian guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, should I see the movie or or not? No, no. And if you are going to see it, if you are going to see it, see it at home because oh. you'll need to stretch out your knees. I'm so glad I didn't bring my mom with me. It was just me, my brother, and his girlfriend. My mom has two prosthetic knees, and this movie theater did not have reclining seats. She would have been very uncomfortable. Glad, glad I didn't take my. And also for seeing the sex scene. Were there any other sex scenes? Uh, yeah, there's. It's uh, it's a sexy movie. The people in it are very good looking, but the fashion is a little because uh, it's like uh, like seventies, eighties. Right. Uh, it's, it's a it's a sexy movie. I don't know if it's a horny movie, but it's a sexy movie. Were there any? When I ask if there are any sex scenes, let me clarify. Are there any scenes of fat Jared Leto passionately eating food? There are scenes of him like drinking things, like oh, like okay. sips, like slowly sipping things. But he, okay. it's it. He he just has some scenes where you're like he says things. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody, but he has lines where you're like, I can't believe a screenwriter actually wrote that. And uh, man give me said one. That. Give me just give me one okay. that, or, or an example of some or, or an idea of it. Okay, so he is in the movie. He is um, Al Pacino, who is um, uh, one of the Gucci family. He plays Aldo Gucci. He's his son. And he goes to jail, Al Pacino's character. And Jared Leto's character gets so upset and says, oh, my dad's, a, he's old. He's going to drop in the soap in prison. Like, he literally says that. Like, the most, like, of course, like, what everybody thinks. And I'm just uh, like, so, yeah. I was just like. <laughs> he's going to drop in the soap. <laughs> yeah, literally like that. We're like, what? Somebody wrote this. This man acted this out. Why am I watching this? Were there a lot of Italians in your hometown or no? um some yeah i i feel like yeah there were a lot of like more irish people but yeah is there an accent that you can think of that's more fun than italian um no i don't know maybe uh maybe no maybe like yeah italian accent has to be the most fun it's not necessarily offensive i don't think god i mean who knows i think a russian accent can be fun if you can do it right yeah if you can do it right yeah but the, the yeah, I think you're right. Russian and Italian. That's like I right. like like doing like a down and out, you know, like Bobushka voice. Like oh no, like I'm so sorry. Not like you know, is that offensive? I hope that's not offensive. <laughs> no, it's not offensive. <laughs> uh, oh no, a Porto baby. No, that's still Italian. <laughs> I was really trying for Russian. There. You have to be a little bit like thicker, like like you know, like oh oh but good uh, communism, not so bad, not so bad. <laughs> like you're almost like offended that you even have to talk yeah oh and how do you there yeah yeah like you like yeah like uh you know like well like, well why you why you tell me this why you tell me this <laughs> oh i'm telling you uh because of my father is going to the prison <laughs> that's, Luigi. That's, actually, that's actually spot on that is spot on <laughs> that's jared leto <laughs> yes all right i love it well okay uh, we're going to get into the final two segments here. One last thing. One good thing is probably my favorite segment. Uh, is there anything we missed about your hometown of Stockbridge, Mass, uh, or anything you'd like to tell us about uh, if I find myself visiting there? 
if you were to find yourself visiting uh, the beautiful uh, Southern Berkshire Stockbridge, I would say the one thing that you got to do, you got to take a drive up Len Lennox Mountain. You got to go to Olivia's Overlook, which was my go-to smoke spot as a youngster, but you can also just look at it for the view and just uh, maybe sit there, get an iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts and just appreciate the view. I was waiting for you to reference Dunkin' Donuts. Can't believe it took us 58 minutes to get there. <laughs> America runs on Dunkin'. Um, that's beautiful. So there's like a beautiful, like scenic uh, area oh, not too far from yeah. where you live. Well, well, the Berkshires actually runs through, it's part of the Appalachian Trail, the Berkshire Mountains. Oh, so cool. we get a lot of like hikers and things like that. And yeah, it's very, it's very pretty. And there's a lot of like outdoorsy stuff to do. That's fun. We did have a hike. Florida's notoriously flat. But we did have a hike, and but nobody would go on it. And it was really close to one of the bridges in my hometown. We, my, my town had three bridges. And because most people would live in Cape Coral and then uh, commute to work in Fort Myers. So there was a hiking trail by a bridge, but it was flat and it was surrounded by Everglades. So you have the threat of uh, just someone coming up and robbing you in the middle of nowhere or the threat of some type of like swamp creature uh, accosting you. So not as fun, but that sounds, that sounds great. And beautiful scenic views to take some pictures. Uh, and then, yeah, you have the privacy to smoke up there or bring a lover, right? Yeah, ex yeah exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, I want to bring in my lover. <laughs> Mama, let me take out the newspapers. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I want, I cannot wait to check out that view. Uh, final segment tattoos, Mandy, if, uh, you were holding a tattoo gun and, uh, you have, you could tattoo me with anything. What would you, what kind of tattoo would you give me? Okay. This is going to be a reference to actually something that you share on your Instagram story recently that has been haunting me. Oh no. Okay. I would just tattoo every single word from the Kim Cattrall scatting video on your back, <laughs> like in it, like in like a constitution font. And <laughs> well, he bit all the he dogs and most all the she dogs. <laughs> dude, dude, that is peak internet for me. Have you ever seen that before? I feel like I had, but it like I when you shared it, I was like, I I it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> She even says that. She goes, yeah, he plays upright bass and I sing and we really go for it. I'm like, yeah, you do. Uh, I wonder if that's what led to their divorce. <laughs> and honestly, uh, this is no shade towards her. It's just fascinating and not something I would expect from Kim Cattrall. Obviously, I don't think she's Samantha in real life. She's a very funny comedic actor. However, whoa, like, whoa, that yeah. is wild. That is hysterical. And like, honestly, I have no sense for who she is as a real person, right? Like, how could you after that? Just a sight, just, a, she has a lot of layers. That's what you get. She does have a lot of layers. That that would be a fantastic tattoo. Uh, yeah, I, I love this. So if you haven't seen it, uh, listeners, it's Kim Cattrall. Just search Kim Cattrall husband scatting. And she basically does, what would you say, Mandy? Like a white person freestyle? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it's like 
gibberish, but like weird, like what it's like words and gibberish. Right. It's like actual words, but then she says things and you're like, mm, that's not a word. It sounds like somebody um uh who speaks who like you hear somebody speaking English, but you can't understand English. You're like, what is this person saying? It's it's a lot. <laughs> well, that is a lot. That is a lot. Uh, th and this has been enough. We're going to wrap it up here. Mandy Robbins, I I'm so thankful uh, for your time. Thanks for joining us here and bringing us back to West Stockbridge. Before we leave, I want to thank my production team of Mike, Gina, Justin, Collier, Kelvin, Dawn, Peter, Lauren S., Shane, Matt, Matt, Chris, McLeod, and Lindsay. We didn't start the fire. They just produced the podcast. Mandy, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, any Any final words? For, uh, no, uh, th thank you for having me, uh, Mr. Murphy. You are a gem. Uh, every time I see you, uh, you know, I'm blessed to see you. You heard it here. I am. Cut that out. That sounds lame. <laughs> no, we're allowed to be friends. We're allowed to be like genuine friends. Jeez. We're allowed to be. <laughs> we did. We were in the mosh pit at Mannequin Pussy. So, yeah. That's true. Yeah. You invited me to uh, see the band Mannequin Pussy, who I love. And uh, I'm actually wearing their hat right here. I got bought this hat over quarantine and uh, they rocked. And yeah, we were in the, in the pit when you weren't busy picking up chicks, you're in the pit throwing bows, man. I can't keep up with you. No comment. <laughs> That's been Mandy Robbins flirty. And thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.